0: Hi, guys. Welcome back to the PL Report. Today, I guess the f- latest news right now is the Newcastle takeover. So with us today is Anshuman and Ayush. the same cast as usual. So Anshuman, tell me what are your takes on the Newcastle takeover uh, and turnaround?
1: Let's, let's do a little bit of, uh, like, we, we've come back after two weeks again. We are not being able to be consistent. Now we should be because I think uh, we've both gone through our uh, period of, uh, what would you call it? Um, uh, like busy period, I would say in a way. Yeah, I so, guess so. Yeah. So I think now things are more settled for both of us. And I think uh, I think weekly we should be able to podcast now. We'll actually be able to talk about what's going on. And uh, obviously the latest news we are going to talk about right now, uh, the Newcastle takeover. It came out of the blue, didn't it? Like it just just happened last night, so... I guess,
0: I'm not sure it came out of the blue, I guess it was coming, but I didn't expect it to happen yesterday, and like, when the news broke out again, you know, like, maybe a while ago, there was rumors going on around of the takeover about to happen, but then the... Yeah, well, even
1: then, I think the news that uh, uh, Saudi Arabia has allowed to... uh, uh, allowed uh, Bain Bain Sports to telecast in uh, uh, the country was... uh, was a recent, I think it happened day before. I think it wasn't too far off. Like the moment that news came out and within within the next 24 hours, this uh, particular thing was done. And uh, the new uh, prospective owners of Newcastle, Amanda Shelby, she had uh, her Sky Sports interview and these guys started talking about it. Newcastle fans were celebrating. And uh, like, it's been a big, big, there's been so much discussion around this already. So okay uh, where do you want to where do you want to start first do you want to start with the the what's going to happen on the pitch now or do we want to discuss off pitch matters first
0: i think we should take on the off pitch matters and if i'm not wrong uh, i think my first question for you would be we all know how the regime and all of that functions and all the journalist story which took place where a journalist walked into his office or something and he didn't come out and everything. Yeah, okay. Uh, just for Lord...
1: context, uh, I'll explain what the situation was. Uh, so it was a journalist, a Saudi journalist, a critic of the uh, Saudi dictatorship. Uh, I, you would call it a dictatorship, right? So uh, I guess we can. <laughs> yeah, so the Saudi dictatorship had critics. Obviously, they were journalists. This uh, particular journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, uh, I'm not pronouncing the ra- name right, obviously. And uh, he was murdered in Turkey in the Saudi consulate because he had gone there to pick up some documents. He was living in the U.S. at the time of his death, uh, and uh, so basically, it was a 11-man hit squad that came out. And uh, like uh, th- these aren't confirmed reports, but from what the Turkey, uh, from what the Turkish authorities have told, and from what uh, news uh, has been uncovered over the three-year period. This is the start of it all. Like the fact that a Saudi critic walked into the consulate just to pick up some documentation was killed by 11 people who came into the city and came out of the city in the same day of it happening. So like, I guess that was horrifying. It was, it's not even horrifying. The horrifying part is not the thing because this is happening every day in the, in the country. Like I, maybe, I don't know, like these kinds of things are happening in the country because we do not have complete coverage of and uh, uh, unfiltered coverage of what goes on in Saudi Arabia because of the government in place there. So, but this happened, this happened on foreign soil and it happened so blatantly and even then they got away with it. That's the problem. That is the message because Saudi Arabia and it's, uh, and it's leader, Mohammed bin Salman could do something like this and walk away. Like this is not even, this is like one of the 30 different things that are problematic about this government. Okay. Like women's rights are a huge problem. Like gay rights. I don't think they've even started talking or having that conversation yet in that, in the country. Like they started watching movies in movie theaters like four years ago. It's, it's, uh, they, movies were banned in the country for a while. And I mean, there are very obvious issues with the, uh, with, uh, with the Saudi government. And, uh, I'm, I'm in no place to tell what, how this is going to work. Obviously there is legalese and like they, they have figured a way out. It's a PIF, I think, uh, Provident, uh, yeah. fund or something. It's 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 a fund that they've, a, PIL, a PIF that they've launched uh, with some Saudi influence and the, these guys, the other people who are involved in this. And uh, I think, yeah, I think we've, we've discussed what the Saudi situation is. Let's just actually get to the football part of it and why people are so divided on this issue. So okay, uh, I guess the uh, yeah, division comes because of are you okay
0: with a regime taking over your football club just to guarantee success? That's the first question that comes. Yes, up. yes. Are you all right with that? And then many people asked mm-hmm. on that only because I okay. guess. So I'll I'll ask
1: you what do, you, what, do you, what would you if if Arsenal yesterday tomorrow were taken over for example by by maybe maybe China like for just for an example okay. And uh, you have very strong disagreements with the Chinese in terms of how their government functions. What would you as a personal fan would do?
0: So the thing is, stuff like this has already happened. If you take back a look at, uh, about the Mesut Ozil situation which took place where he spoke yeah. something about the Chinese part and a uh, huge chunk of our sponsors had a great influence of not playing him for a long time. And all. So it's already happened. And yeah. I would not prefer Arujeeb taking over like because even though how bad Stan Kroenke might be as a manager, we don't know yet. I'm not even sure. Because like he is a billionaire, and there is a good chance he might have gotten his hands dirty, but it's not out there yet. We are not aware of it. It's not blatantly out there, mm. so we can't exactly call him a criminal or anything. He might not even be one. So I mm. think even though like okay, there'll be the Champions League success, there'll be the league success. How would it matter if you're risking people's life and supporting violence and criminal acts?
1: Hmm. How does it ah, no, absolutely, honestly, yeah. honestly
0: No, no. So, okay. Okay. I, I then guess, what would you do? Would you, guess... you walk away? Like, would
1: you, would you walk away from the club? What would you do?
0: Walk away from the club? That's a tough one. See, that's that the, a tough that's one.
1: The, exactly right. That's the problem that people are facing. Like, like, I don't know if it's a comparable situation, but I thought I had very mixed feelings about the Ronaldo thing. Like I had a thought. I had the thought that I might just stop watching this team play but I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And I, that's why I think the first thing you have to realize is you have to empathize with the fans whose club is being taken off. They have, we have no say over these things. And those guys, especially, I don't know. I'm not talking about the celebrations or anything. Let's, let's just put that yeah. but how they're reacting aside, just this situation you have been, we have been given this news that Saudi Arabia is involved. In Newcastle United, it's not the first country who has involved himself in the English game. Manchester city have done it very successfully. Uh, the PSG is doing it. Chelsea have weird owners like, uh, has a weird owner who has great ties with Vladimir Putin and the Russian uh, government. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of these owners are uh, like, like even look at like somebody like some great owners, like. Like the, th- uh, the owners of Leicester city, they are Thai, like they are a Thai business, like, they, and it. they carry a lot of weight in the country. I believe because it's, it's, it, at least it's the biggest manufacturer of the, the Thai beer in the world. Like that much I know, at least it's a huge company. And, uh, I mean, there is like, that's what these own clubs are owned by. Like these clubs are owned by either eccentric b- billionaires or big, uh, company, uh, state sponsored families, or. By the states themselves, so it's uh, it's a very complicated situation, and I don't begrudge a Newcastle fan. Actually, like yeah, their celebration I might be a bit bit weirded out by, like because they're out in the street celebrating as if it's Diwali or something. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's you can't really control that situation, can you? Okay. Uh, yeah. Speaking th- of that,
0: I think the yeah. fans on that side might be thinking, listen. It's already happened now.
1: We can't do anything. So, why not enjoy the ride? Like, only enjoy what's happening on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Football. Yeah, that's the thing, uh, Ayush. Like, you have to uh, acknowledge that first. Acknowledge the fact that this is a troubling development. At least acknowledge that so Mm -hmm. that, like, I mean, there are so many arguments you can have around this. So many different ways this thing can be tangled, this web can be pulled. Like, it's. like, you can ask about, like, for example, how uh, the British are the second largest arms dealers to the Saudis. And if, then you are expecting football to have morality and the government to not. Well, the British government, the shit show that it is. Like, that that's a completely different topic for engagement. But this is, uh, it, it's just a weird situation. And, and especially football, because football is very reflective of society in the sense that, the amount of people that engage with football, it's very rare to find that kind of engagement anywhere else from a uh, country's perspective, right? Like most people yeah, in England sense. are engaged with the with, with football in one way or another. So I think it's a very complicated issue. There's a lot of different arguments that can be had about this. And uh, okay. But yeah, I guess the thing is, the mm. way you, you asked me a question, what would you do? Would you
0: walk away from a club? I think I'll acknowledge what's going on and how mm. bad it is. Mm. But you have to understand, I've loved this club before they came in. I've loved them for what they do on the pitch, not off the mm. pitch. They mm. might even have some shady owners as of now. Yeah. Even with the Chinese uh, disagreement which happened between Messandouz and the team, I didn't stop watching Haasen. I was really pissed, of course. Mm. But I can't stop watching that club. Like, if It becomes a habit. It's not necessary. Yeah, it becomes part of your funny. life.
1: Simple as. Like,
0: exactly. It's, it's part of your life. Yeah. It's it's a part of my weekend. Like even I, I fucking watch international friendlies during the weekend because I miss football sometimes. Yeah. So it happens. Like you can't just drop something. You can't just walk away from it. Yeah, but
1: I think the problem with the discourse right now is I think like we, we, there are so many different things that we will not go into right now. But the yeah. one thing that we can go into is the yeah. way the Newcastle fans have reacted. And the discourse that is around this particular issue at the moment, like Newcastle fans, like like the arguments that are being made, like what aboutism that they're doing, like oh, uh, like why do you eat from, uh, why do you buy shoes from Nike or something like that if you do, if you have such a problem with, uh, like I'm just giving you an example. This is not an actual argument yeah, yeah. that I heard. Like uh, stop wearing Nike shoes because they are being manufactured by kids in sweatshops in China or something like that if you have a problem with this, why don't you have a problem with that? Dude, just because there are other problems in this world does not mean your problem is not there. Okay. You can't that by that logic, if somebody else has committed a murder, then I can commit a murder and say, like, why didn't you, why don't you catch that guy? Like, like what kind of logic is this? Like, like that gives you the license to do anything you fucking want. Like, at least if you're okay, at least don't pretend that You you are right. Just because there are other problems happening around the world, okay, like just oh yeah, it's not a comparison taking place. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's not even a comparison. It's a deflection. It's a deflection. They're Mm. deflecting the argument. They they'll try and steer the argument. This is a very very Trump thing. Like this is this isn't new at all. First of all, but this came Mm -hmm. into limelight the exact methodology, at least from my perspective. This came into light in 2016. Like. All the arguments that these guys are making, conservative media tape makes it all the time. Like any media format that does not like what anybody else is saying, or any any political person or anybody like where where these arguments are very relevant and it's part of the discourse. Like that's what they do. They use whataboutism. They'll like I have I know people who have used those techniques. I have used them myself. Everybody does it. But the consistency with which it is being used and for every each and every argument, the way it is being used, it's ridiculous. And you can't keep doing it and expecting the other person to have a normal discussion with you. Uh, if you Fair keep enough. doing what about really, then why would anybody engage after a point, especially when I've identified the fact that you're doing this. So Makes yeah, sense. I, I just I wanted to, to, to point difference. that out. That's all mainly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we should like now get on to on the pitch stuff. Yeah, let's actually let's Newcastle actually talk about as yeah a club.
1: Yeah, let's football, talk about how that. They progress? Yeah. I think so I think from a football first, perspective, I think first question. I I'm sorry to cut you off, but first question we have about to about ask is management. It. What will happen to? Uh, Steve I was about Bruce? to go on for that. Yes, I I, I yeah I, I, I think I, we were I, thinking along the same lines. Yeah.
0: Sure. He. I I'm pretty sure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My is my voice clear and anything Yeah, yeah. I
1: can hear you. I can hear you.
0: Am I lagging out or anything?
1: You were lagging for a bit, but now you're fine.
0: All right. Yeah. So I was saying, I think Steve Bruce is on his 999th game. The next one he plays will be his 1000th. And I think that will be his last. That should be his farewell. Because mm. like yeah. we've seen it several times that, okay, first of all, nothing against Steve Bruce. But what the point of them taking over as the club is to compete for everything, whether it be in yeah. Champions League, Premier League, yeah. FA Cup. They'll be the next Man City if things go right for them.
1: On the pitch at least. Mm. They might even
0: do better than with them. Uh, I think pitch,
1: the they have quality. a better chance of doing they have a chance of doing better than Man City, like the, the whitewashing, the sports washing they want to do. Because yeah. like Manchester at least has two clubs. So the community work and stuff like that. Like South, uh, like Newcastle doesn't. Like Sunderland is there, mm. but Sunderland, first of all, location-wise, Sunderland is a bit, it's a d- different part of the city. It's kind of outside the city. Yeah. Like those are two different cities, basically. So Plus Newcastle it's has exactly. its own thing and Sunderland has its own thing. Like they have both have huge. So the community thing and the stuff like that, like they can do so much there and it will be such a great way of sports washing things. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's, yeah. uh, let's get back to Steve Bruce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Steve Bruce. Uh, I have not seen him last at all. So I think they let him play his thousand games because out of, you know, respect and everything, he's been there. Yeah. 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 My question, my second question to you would be, I'm pretty sure you're
1: pretty Steve Bruce is saying. Who do you think is coming in? Who do you think they're bringing? Well, I think first of all, uh, coming back to the Steve Bruce argument, what's the point of getting rid of him now? Like, what will it do? Like you're not competing for anything this season. The squad is not there. The squad isn't in place. You will take, this is a developmental cycle. This will take a couple of years for you to build. So I don't see, I don't really see much point of getting rid of Steve Bruce so early. Yeah, you will get right. rid of him eventually. But what's the harm? in? Until unless you have somebody else in mind who you want to bring in and give him half a season to get in charge of the squad, get a feel of the place, get a feel of what you're trying to do and try and set clear objectives. Like basically start, if you want to start planning now, that's fine. But if you want to come in, take a look at how things are going, what's right, what's wrong, then I wouldn't touch management at least for now. I will give them at least three, four months. Okay. Do what you want. Do like, we'll, we'll back you for now. You know, you're not going to last long in this. We both know this. You're in, you're temporarily in charge here because obviously they are, they are big owners. They are rich owners. They have the money. They will back the club with the money. They will back them with the checkbook. So even man in a management sense, they'll pay. So I think, I think I agree
0: somewhat. But hmm. I think they have Steven Gerrard in mind. So if the whole oh, season okay. he doesn't last, I think maybe in the January transfer window they'll have a complete transformation. Maybe they'll get yeah, like something like that. End. Like
1: that makes sense to me. Yeah, like they'll they'll get in like a couple of players in Jan definitely. Definitely, that was yeah, going I to think, be my next question. Like, tell I'm, me which if players. If I'm
0: not wrong, if I'm not wrong, aren't they 19th in the table already? They need to make changes. Fair enough. They actually. need to make
1: yeah. They need to make yeah. changes. They can't yeah. wait till next season. Yeah, what they can't, can't they get relegated. You're right. I, I do I don't expect I them to get relegated, that's the thing. Yeah, like I, I didn't expect that. them. I don't, to see, do that. I don't see
0: that happening because I think, uh... Saint Maximin and Callum Wilson, when he's back, should Callum Wilson even
1: reasonable squad, dude. It's not a completely terrible squad. Yeah, a, exactly. There are good players. Like and I love. I'm a huge fan of Miguel Almirón. I think he's really good and he does a lot of work for you. Like he, I thought yeah. he was going to be like a, a flair player, like a kind of like a not a James Rodriguez, but in the same mode. Like on the ball, he'll do a lot of things. He, like he'll mm. you have you'll have to engage him, kind of player. But no, Miguel Almeron does a lot more work off the ball than on the ball, actually. So
0: yeah, serious uh dedication. I think it was yeah, so good, play, good. Yeah,
1: these are a good set of players, I think. I think, I think, I'm turning my opinion a bit into your favor. I think they will have to get rid of Steve Bruce because the being 19th also is precarious. And like, even though if exactly. one team is getting relegated, okay, yeah, go ahead.
0: Plus, I think they haven't exactly been bad, bad. Like, I've seen them put mm. a few decent mm. performances and they've won hard-fought draws, whether it be it against, you know, any club and everything. Yeah. And against United, they got unlucky and everything. Yeah. But yeah, they've not played extremely bad. Mm. And okay, so before we get into the players who you think they'll sign in yeah. January, why not talk about the players who are in the current squad who will still stay there? And will still be a part of the future. Well,
1: uh, the obvious one uh, we have to go for is uh, St. Maxima. Like, there is no doubt he's not going anywhere. He is their linchpin. He is their talisman. And this year, he looks better than ever. He looks 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 really good and he's playing consistently. So...
0: Yeah that's the best part I yeah, think The consistency yeah. was missing in the previous few, yeah. few
1: seasons like the Oh he just he, so. there's, there's, there's some guys like like I think Newcastle have good experience with these with some of these mercurial guys like Hatem Ben Arfa was amazing for them like uh, Yeah I remember that. like sometimes and they've had the best version of that like I wouldn't call uh, like uh, basically one man leading the club he, uh, Alan Shearer was not mercurial but Alan Shearer yeah. was a one-man army for this team. This team was good at a lot of points. But with Shearer there, most of the time it was the Shearer show. And Shearer was getting them to whatever position they were getting in the table and whatever battles they were having in the club. So Newcastle have a history of having players who are leading the charge for you. And it's a one-man show most of the time.
0: So Makes sense. Okay. So I think let's get into the St. Maximum. There's yeah. Okay. I think, I think Joe Willock will also be a yeah good part because they have mm. signed him recently and like he mm. showed promise last season. He's won over the fans. He's not gained the form as of now, but I think mm. he's getting there. Mm. As Newcastle themselves aren't exactly in form, so you can't yeah yeah fair enough yeah player at that age. So mm. yeah, I think he's there. I I don't see many other players stay, Like maybe the keeper. I like dardo yeah, he hasn't yeah. played that
1: much, but I like I like. I like the so, other one also. I like Freddie Woodman also. I think he's pretty good. Like, mm. especially for Swansea, he was pretty good when he was there. And uh, then there is, uh, I think the defenders, a couple of them will stay. I don't know if they'll be started, like Lascelles and all these guys. Like, they've are. Uh, yeah. They they are, they've been there for weird. a long time. So, you, obviously, a lot of these guys will be there. But uh, They have
0: been playing midfielders and defense this season. Which is yeah, it's, uh, it's not it's, exactly working. It's not
1: exactly. Out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I think they'll need to, I think the first thing they'll focus on will be getting defenders in the transfer window.
1: Maybe, yeah, I think so, yeah, and because uh, Manquillo has played reasonably well this year. I think uh, Matt Ritchie is left back, so yeah, Matt Ritchie, Matt but Ritchie's yeah, there. that's not the best case scenario of left back being Matt Ritchie. Even, like, he's a good squad option, but he isn't. should not be your starter.
0: Same goes for Mantio. He's shown his, he's been there for a while. Yeah, I we think,
1: think, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's not that. a, it's not a, uh, it's not an amazing squad by any chance, but it has some good, interesting pieces that, that that's what it is. And okay. So, uh, okay. Like you said defenders they'll bring in. So in January, who do you think they'll like, because they'll go for a couple of splashy signings also, like they'll put in money in a couple of places. Who do you think is going to be the splashy defender they go for? Who will be available? So
0: now we have to look at like have, we also have to think from a point of view that they can't sign a Messi or Ronaldo because
1: it's not that they need the money and everything. They need a player. No, you you'll you'll have fun. to look for players who are not happy with their current environment most likely. Yeah. Or too good for it and young, like something like that. Like yeah. you'll have to. Like, you can't go like and look for Messi's to. and like somebody like a Coutinho was suggested. Coutinho would be. I, I can see Coutinho happening. I because, can see Coutinho happening. because it, it 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 sounds like the perfect signing. For when you don't really care about the football and you just want something to show off. Like a toy. If you're buying even a toy least, in football sense, you, I think Coutinho is think the best option it. out there.
0: Hmm. If, if you think about it, even
1: Isco and Asensio are there. I don't think they're exactly yeah. happy at Real Madrid. Yeah. I don't, think Isco, I don't think Isco is going to go to Newcastle. Like, If Isco wanted to leave, I think Isco would have left. He would have left this. Yeah, maybe. yeah because I think he wants to be very particular with where he goes uh, if it's not at Real Madrid. Mm. I think that's why, I think Isco, I'm not too sure Isco is going to be the guy. Asensio, you never know. I
0: think yeah. in defenders. They yeah, that's the thing. Finding
1: the sp- flashy defenders is a bit of an issue in itself. Like I
0: think I think Skriniar is a good shout. If Riyan will really don't, I am up. Maybe in January. Ah, if they that is a good go one. Go yeah, I like that. Out. I like that. I think Skriniar was also have the, you know, leadership abilities and I think he could be the leadership best
1: abilities. Player. He's not exactly a perfect fit at Inter also last year, especially he wasn't a great, he wasn't playing too many games. Like it was, yeah, but I think he
0: could turn, a, turn it around in, in Newcastle. Oh no, I'm not,
1: I'm not, I'm not doubting Skriniar's abilities. It's just, sometimes the player doesn't fit the club. Sometimes it just happens. It's, it's, it's okay. It's not a, a Makes it's
0: sense. not
1: the end of the world. Like the, that's part of the game. Like sometimes yeah. like like look at uh, maybe, uh, okay, I'm not going to uh, use that particular example, but like look at uh, maybe uh, uh Tuchel at PSG or something like that, like, or like yeah, Pochettino at sense. PSG right now, just great manager, great players, fit just doesn't sit, like even though Tuchel did a lot better with PSG than Pochettino has done till now, but yeah. I
0: mean- have I I I guess you're right at some point, but I think he's getting the results which was. Oh, it's quite...
1: it's 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 an imperfect example at the best of times. If you give me like yeah. three four minutes, then I'll actually be able to think. But like at, mm, at, at all the right tip all, of my tongue, sense. that's the example. Oh, uh, dude, uh, if you talk to me for like fifteen minutes, like uh, you would realize I'm a huge huge watch guy. Like I think. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do that. yeah, I, I like remember. no,
1: just for the people who are watching because it's a podcast, so. Like yeah, I'm I'm yeah. big 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 fan of Pochettino. You knew that. I know that you know.
0: So. I think you also like Tottenham as a side. Of
1: I, I I I love Pochettino's Tottenham. I loved them. Yeah. Like they were they were my second team. Like no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, like in the Champions League final also. I was a big big in the corner. Like but the problem is that. <laughs> for me, it's a very conflicted final. If you ask me, like now, like, like just give me. A, uh, let's I talk a minute. I not about...
0: anything more out of that final. If you understand, I like. I I just love that they lost the game within ten minutes. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. The
1: thing to happen. But
0: oh yeah, no, but for me, story. it was it was it
1: was kind of like uh, one side, it's Klopp. The other side, it's Pochettino. Like it's it's the two men I love most in this game, and they were pitted but against think, each other. It's a very hard place to cho- for me to choose. There. I think.
0: I think United have bad blood with liverpool because i couldn't give bad. a shit about that makes, like, sense, makes sense i have talked round. about
1: this before like if i go to england the first stadium i want to go and visit is anfield because i think anfield is magic there is magic fair there enough, fair enough. okay but it's it's just it's just like i i couldn't give a shit about the uh, manchester liverpool rivalry or anything jürgen klopp is my favorite manager that there is that was before he came to liverpool and that still stands so
0: all right fair yeah. enough getting back to newcastle yeah. So, defenders, I think the second option they can take is scout from the. Lower Samuel half MTT of might Premier League. be an option, honestly. <laughs> he is. He is. Or oh, he's always there, I guess that's there. But I think maybe in the transfer window for January, not even the summer, I think in January, they might <laughs> just even look at a Tarkowski or a Ben, or someone from the lower half of the uh, Premier League. They
1: maybe, might just yeah. Just get them in. Yeah.
0: And even, Why even not? they would be like, okay, this should be an upgrade because the squad is promising, <laughs> the money is there and everything. Hmm. I guess I guess Tarkowski can do well at Newcastle. I don't see any uh, option, reason for not him not. Yeah, it out. could work.
1: It could work. Bye, bye. There is no reason for it not to work. Also, like uh, exactly because player fits also like Newcastle. Like the thing with Newcastle is you're not sure how they're going to play, and whoever comes in, it's not going to be like there's, uh, the first manager they bring in is like a Pep Guardiola or a Marcelo Pielsa oh, yeah, with see. a very particular requirement for defenders or something like that. I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be a high-profile manager, but the chances of it being a very philosophy-based defense, like focused particularly on defenders playing out the back, like Tarkovsky can do that, but he's not the best at it. That's the only thing. So, hmm. yeah, I
0: think the manager. I think they're gonna get Gerard maybe in January or next summer, and they'll. But he'll be on thin ice, even though he's being brought in. He'll be on thin ice, like okay, you have a year to do I don't all think this. Gerard it's would fair. come if
1: he, he was on thin ice. Like he has absolute liberty to do whatever the fuck he wants at Rangers. Like, like he won I them that trophy. That. that that trophy that they've been looking for. Like, like it was it's similar to last decima. What Real La Decima meant to Real Madrid. That trophy, the league that they won last year under Steven Gerard is that hmm. for Rangers?
0: Fair we wrong. don't understand guess,
1: because we don't watch Scottish football much. Last year was historic in many many ways. Like, uh, I'm not going to get into this. That's a topic for another day. Let's we we should discuss this rivalry because it's one of the best rivalries in the world. It's actually yeah. the biggest football rivalry in the world, in my opinion. But yeah, like, uh, it's uh, it's it was a huge huge deal. And Steven Gerrard has so much love from Rangers fans and from the Rangers board and everything. And I don't know. If Newcastle can't... If Newcastle get him in, they get him in as the man. Like the way Leopold got in Klopp. Or the way... Uh, like uh, kind of the way... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Pep and Man City. Like you get him and he's the man. He is going right, to be man. your... Uh, you are invested in him. Kind of like that. So... Makes
0: sense. I guess yeah. that's that. So maybe let's get to the real exciting part now. Hmm. Mbappe, Holland. do you see them coming to Newcastle? No. <laughs> You don't oh, see that happening. Not at all. Are you sure? Yeah. It, it sounds like a dream, but now the takeover is completed. It can happen,
1: dude. Like just look at the way people are reacting to this. Do you think Haaland or Mbappe would want to sp- cause problems for their sponsorships and their money and like endorsement deals and every everything that is involved with that? Why would you? Don't go you think hassle? they'll get paid more? They'll yeah, you can as throw as much much You as as can particular- You can throw an infinite amount of money, but. I think if, if it was an infinite amount of money, Mbappe would not be uh, would not have looked to move to Real Madrid. Like PSG can throw infinite money at him. Like what's what's stopping them from? It's not about the money, I think. Even for Haaland, I I'm not sure if it's about the money as much. And anyways, like if these two come to Newcastle, like what will they have to play with? Like they won't drag them to even the FA Cup. You can't even win the FA Cup just because you put Mbappe into the squad of complete. Randoms, like oh, compared to Mbappe, they're all randoms, aren't they?
0: I think Mbappe and Holland won't be their first signings. I think they'll build a squad. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Or they they might that's even the... get them first, and then they'll build a squad around them, which yeah, suits them it, for. It, I, think,
1: I, I would do the opposite. I would be like, like do what Arsenal did this summer. Something like that would be my mentality. I would be like, right. go in young, and go in for players that you can develop, build a core. Like it's, it's, these are very simple terms in basketball. It's called rebuilding. You rebuild the score. Like it's a very, like it's used in a very particular sense, the term, like you pick up from the draft. Like we don't obviously have drafts in football and stuff like that. So you play you target young players, players who have shown you either statistically or through performances or whatever, like the Florian packages, wits. they will not be able to afford Florian works. There is no way they'll be able to afford Florian works. I no think he might way. not. Be, he won't. Florian Words will can, cost more than Kai Havertz. I'm telling you.
0: It that's not the problem though, right? It's not the money now. Florian Words, they're not. No, no, no.
1: Florian Words. I think if if I had to predict where Florian Words is going, he's going to buy and win it. and From what I've seen from about, I guess uh, that happens. Like even that Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz was asked to join Chelsea. I think would have joined Newcastle last year when they had been taken over. I think Kai Havertz would have said no. I think you have to you have to build the squad around first and then you get in superstar kids and stuff like that. I'm not asking for, like, look at Arsenal signings. Are any of them superstars? No, none of them are. And that's kind of the point. You don't have to invest all the time in superstars. You don't need a Ronaldo. You don't need a Sancho. You don't need a Varane all the time. I'm not against any of those signings, by the way. Just example, okay?
0: Oh, obviously, because United already have a core that they can go and sign. Yes,
1: exactly. Them. You build the core first. You build, and like, like, look at the core that United have. Like, the core was built. Through Marcus Rashford and Jesse Lingard and like uh, Mason Greenwood and uh, um, Harry Maguire was one of the big ones they brought in to form that core. And De Gea was already there. Uh, Pogba was there from previous administration. Like there is, you build a core first. Like it's not the perfect, United is not a perfect core. I'm not uh, endorsing that core at all. Obviously, obviously. The the point is that you build a core first and then you attract big name players. The big-name players will come once you build the squad around them for them to perform at their best. Every team has to, like, especially a team which is getting new money injected into it, and that's the thing that Newcastle have to keep in mind. They have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan now, because, like, now that we've accepted that this thing is happening, may as well discuss it as, as another football club, right? Like, we've acknowledged yeah. what the problems are. We'll keep on discussing with the problems, with what what has happened, but, like just looking we're at it as a football team,
0: we're not in support of the takeover. But yeah, but it is what it is, and now we're just talking about the. We're just talking about football. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you build your core. About politics. Yeah. Yeah. You build your core, and now you you have a plan. That's that's mainly what I think they need to do. Have a plan, try and execute it. If it fails, it fails. If it works, it works. There is no guarantees in football ever. So, just have a plan and employ people who can execute your plan. Like that's what you have to look at. This is, come. they have to start from the top. And from what I understand, there are a good few pieces that they have, like the assistant manager to uh, Steve Bruce, he's supposed to be really, really good. He's supposed to be really good. Like, well, like everybody who's talked about him has talked about him very positively. And even tactically, they, it suggested that a lot of the tactics don't even come from Steve Bruce. They come from, I, I, I'm forgetting his name. I apologize, but he's supposed to be really good.
0: Makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's enough about Newcastle for today. Let's yeah. get on to the new topic that you've been waiting for, for all. Yeah. Two the, the Another club in complete dysfunction. Let's,
1: let's, let's go.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a similar situation, but $400 billion less. That's it. That's the only difference. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, there is There is so much short-term pain at this club. So much pain. I mean, yeah, I've been wanting to discuss this for a while now. And um, good thing that it's progressed because uh, it, it becomes more interesting by the day. Because first of all, okay, I want to start with the manager. I want to start with everything that goes around him, okay? First thing I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about it is relationship with the president. Okay. It is so obviously made clear to us that Coleman is not going to be in this job long-term and they made, they've not even tried to hide it. They've done such a terrible job of hiding this, that it's so obvious. I mean, (laughs) I mean, they don't like Coleman has admitted in public that they don't talk to each other. I mean. It's I mean, just
0: like he's told that if he's like, okay, if you win the league or if you do something amazing with the squad that you have, then we'll talk. Otherwise, you're yeah, not, you're yeah. Out. If you
1: turn then water into wine, then we'll talk. Like basically, that's what common has been told to do. I mean, exactly. Even he's given up at this point. I'm sure he's. What would you the do, man. Like I, I, don't know. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to say he's not made mistakes. Okay, let's start from the like. I want to. Let's pull back a bit. Let's go to. Bartomeo, and let's see, like, let's just discuss how badly this club has been put in a situation. Like, what a complicated and horrible situation the club has been put in financially. I mean, they were throwing money out, out like anything. Like, this was going to happen regardless of the pandemic. The pandemic just For sure. stabbed them,
0: cured them.
1: Yeah. It was I mean, like the
0: final piece. It was the final stab after
1: eight stabs already received. Like it was. Yeah, of, like kind of like even the even last the stab to Caesar kind of thing, right? Like the Brutus one. Like exactly. Everybody's already stabbed all- him. This the last one. The, the last one that hurts the most. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Barca was already dead. It was going to die. Maybe yeah, not yeah, this yeah. Maybe they could have kept Messi and another. Yeah. It was going to happen if the pandemic did happen. Yeah. And yeah, especially if they were keep going
1: to try and keep like this. This kind of situation was going to happen. Like just clarify, like they would have had to had that dip. Because if Messi was there, they were obviously going to try and compete. And they were going to scrounge money from somewhere or the other to try and put in yeah. so that they can give Messi a squad to compete with. But this was going to happen the day Messi left the club that they will have to reset. And mm. the reset is what's going on. And uh, I think, uh, like, even as much as Bartomio was a complete, uh, like, completely inept at his job, basically. But uh, the guys who have come in after him, like Laporta is... Doesn't look much better. Maybe the situation is that bad that he doesn't look better or I don't know what it is. What do you think? I think
0: it's the second thing. I think it's the second thing because a lot of Barcelona fans stand with Laporta. Yeah. They have his complete backing. They understand. He the has a practical also, from. I believe, right? He's
1: exactly, done this before. Exactly.
0: Yeah, He's trusted. So he has hmm. pulled them out of crisis before. That's why hmm. there's the faith there at least the president is all right and everything's hmm. going to be fine. Hmm. Maybe not this year. Maybe not even the next year. Yeah. But it, things are going to return to the good thing. Also, hmm. one more question to Barça fans. Do you guys miss Valverde now? I read he had only seven losses in two league seasons. Seven what? losses. These guys <sighs> are so posh and petty that they wanted Valverde out, even though he was doing the best he had.
1: Well, the squad was very different at the time, I think, in in case or in defense of the Barça fans who were screaming for Valverde. Like that was a completely uh, you different. Do you think Coleman would have had seven? Oh, Coleman and Valverde sport? are not in the same breath of managers. I'm not saying that. Like that's not the point. Like the point I'm trying to make is that why people were angry at that point of time. Like They're the football wasn't the great. Is the fan base is too spoiled. The fan. Oh yeah, is they were. They 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 still are. They are expecting things of Coleman that is just not possible. Like, uh, I mean, like there are so just... many such uh, obvious holes in this squad. Like. Like they have barely have a central central defense. Like they have to get in like uh, around Joe. Like nobody knew anything about him. He's been great. Gavi has been great. The guys who are coming in, the young players who are coming in are great. Like they've turned up with an accidental set of Masia graduates who were not even expected to be good. Ansu Fati was, yeah, I but- think, was w- well endorsed. He was expected to be good. But a lot of these guys who are around Joe was not expected to be good. Like the guys who are advertised okay. to be good, like riki puiz and all that. Ah, go ahead. Sorry. I
0: think I think I have this one question though. Like, if you realize the La Masia has always been good, it's just that they're getting their chances again now. If you look oh, pre-pep era, yeah, yeah. pre-pep era, so many La Masia graduates for that. Hmm. And then at some point of time, they were just obsessed with signing superstars who didn't, yeah. didn't work out, and the La Masia yeah. graduates weren't getting their chances. That's yeah. why Eric Garcia left. That's why Adam Atouril left. So many players, have, okay, but the level of success
1: over. that those guys have had is not even close to the Yeah, okay, the I'm originals. not saying that.
0: That's that's not my point. But Eric, yeah, Garcia no, they, they're here. producing players. Right. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: If they, they were producing players forever, it's just that they're getting the chances now because hmm. they're forced to get the chances. They don't have hmm. any other options. Hmm. I mean, it is the La Masia grad. Uh, it's the La Masia academy. It like, it's one of the best in the world. Yeah, that's always been a fact. Their training yeah. wouldn't have dropped because they were going through a financial crisis. I think hmm. there's, I, I won't have been surprised. I'm just seeing that why weren't they used before? Because they had money that time. They had to sign a hmm. belly for 160 million after two good seasons or one good season at Dortmund, yeah. not looking into his injury status and anything. They had to sign Griezmann only to get, I think, they, well, the Griezmann transfer. It just makes me laugh. Oh, oh really no,
1: like no, no Let's not, let's not just get into the details of what happened. Actually, this That's is the perfect time to get into the details.
0: Exactly. They gave
1: up, they gave away Luis Suarez. Like they got in Griezmann for whatever amount of money, like 80 million, 90 million or whatever they paid. One,
0: 120 million.
1: 120 million, robbed, whatever.
0: They robbed Atletico for one. It was supposed to be 180, but they got him for 120. All right. Yeah, they supposedly
1: robbed him. Then yeah. they next year, they gave Suarez back to them. Okay. Yes. Then. They, I think. Uh, I then think they did, give. did it send another did another player go to Atletico or no? I don't think so.
0: I think that was uh, I. I think you've confused Marcus Lorente from the Madrid to Atletico. Ah uh, no no yeah Maybe. yeah
1: fair, fine 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 yeah. So then they give Griezmann back to Atletico for a cut price fee, and I think they're still paying some of his wages or something. Like it's a two-year loan with an option to buy or something, right?
0: Yeah. A two-year loan and then an option to buy for 40 million.
1: They said it's Yeah, compulsory. that's the number. Yes. And and how I much of the they, wages are they paying? How much are Barcelona paying the wages? Are they paying? Is Atletico paying all the wages? I'm pretty sure they're not.
0: And even if Barca are only paying 30%, if you know how high Griezmann's wages were, that's still yeah. costing them a fuck ton yeah, if yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. even playing for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, like Suarez, they Suarez got the cost them a fuck ton of money when he went and won the title with the team that you oh sold my him god. to. Oh, god, I that, mean,
0: that's where that's where one place where I hold I hold Coman responsible for anything. Like, okay, you don't have the best squad. you let go Luis Suarez over a phone call of 40 seconds.
1: I mean, you letting go Suarez isn't even the problem here, like, like it's that's that's again on Barcelona. That's not, on, I don't think that's Coman. like Coleman has behaved inappropriately and uh, incorrectly in a lot of like the call that you're talking about that is just fucked up like that's all kinds of fucked up i mean you couldn't spare more than 40 seconds for one of the best players of the last decade for this club and you're supposed to understand the club this guy was brought in to understand right this guy was brought in to understand exactly what barcelona mentality and what like he's supposed to be one of the greatest players ever and and this is the bullshit you're putting fucking 40 seconds for Luis Suarez. I mean, are you kidding it's me? Just, I don't even like Luis Suarez amazing. and I've given him at least half an hour to tell him what I was thinking of. Exactly. I mean, he's so not my favorite stupid. player
0: but I know he's one of the best strikers of this generation. Of the last Not even years. The, There's no
1: doubt there. doesn't matter. Like, Just look at from Barcelona's perspective. He was one of the best players for you when you were winning everything. And you should have under, like you weren't there at the club but you were at obviously, you've been a big part like You've been a big ambassador for the club and you've been a big supporter of the club, especially because you were a player for them and everything. And you came in to manage because it was your dream and everything. I mean, 40 seconds, man, you couldn't spare 40 seconds. What were you doing? Are you the accountant for the club as well that you were counting the money that they don't have? I mean, what's going on? It's just, it's just so and ridiculous. then selling him to Atletico, yeah, in defense of Komen. like The decision to sell him to Atletico Madrid was not Coman's. Obviously, it wasn't. And oh, obviously. I guess. Why would you sell him to Atletico? Why? Like, just take more I of a loss don't... and send him anywhere in the world. Like, just he and somebody would have taken him for a small cut price wage. Like, they were trying to send him to Juventus or something. Like, get send him to Italy. I mean, why Atletico? You could have waited a bit. I mean, that was such a I stupid don't move don't to make. I just don't
0: understand why they had to sell him. Also, I guess, I, I when they said he had a bad season, he was still had twenty goals even though he was injured. I didn't see any dip in his performance when he was playing for Barcelona. Heck, he was one of the bright spots against Bayern Munich. Hmm. He sent the whole defense.
1: You yeah. can't let go of him. And okay, did they replace him with someone better? Yeah, that was not it. I think it's a wage thing. Like that, all those decisions were completely wage-based. Like they just had to cut the cut the numbers. It was yes, a complete I, I, financial move, but Still selling him to aesthetico was still stupid. Like, I will. Uh...
0: Anywhere in the world. Like, I understand how Cotinho came and bite bit them back in the Champions League. Okay. They wouldn't have thought
1: that much through Did he, though? That, did no he? Like, like, Let's be honest. He scored the fucking seventh goal of an A2 defeat. Cotinho had All very right. little did... to, to do with Bayern Munich okay. winning that game. He just, like, he just addressed how bad Barcelona have done. Like, he wasn't an asset to Bayern as much as he was a liability he was a symbol of how poorly this club has handled itself in the last few years that's it was symbolism more than anything i thought
0: i guess that's that but yeah like why to the only like you have have you seen what god squad atletico have assembled now because of the free players they're getting from their own rivals (laughs) thinking that oh these players aren't good enough for us
1: yeah you're right actually yeah they've got they've got a ridiculous forward line they have too many players in the forward line like I thought United yes, I mean, had a lot to too many players on the forward line. Check out what that Madrid I've got.
0: <laughs> Carrasco, Angel Correa, Griezmann, Suarez, they can play four of them separately and
1: still win You forgot the, four the most expensive of the it. lot.
0: Oh, sorry, Yao Felix. He's a bit out of form, so I didn't take his name compared yeah. to these four right now. Well, he was good against Yao Barcelona. Felix, I'm,
1: I'm very happy about that. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. I think Yao yeah. Felix is going to bite Barcelona and Real Madrid maybe three, four years down the line if he sticks around. Maybe not right yeah. now. I guess he's, maybe even earlier, but yeah,
1: hmm. that's
0: what I'm saying. Even that midfield, Rodrigo De Paul. There's how many? It's just an. End. It's a really good. Sport. Oh, it's
1: a, it's a. It's a ridiculous team with a, a huge load of players who are like. There are going to From be problems their because they're Atletico Madrid. They they won't make it easy. I don't know if they're going to win the league also because Real Madrid looked pretty oh, really
0: yeah. good. Uh, uh, but I guess Real Madrid have fallen short a few places like in recent times. Maybe the last yeah. two three weeks they haven't looked as
1: good they were yeah that's like, the thing i'm I, it's not even how re- good real madrid have been like real madrid are being carried by benzema like we knew before they were when they were trying to sign mbappe we knew there are huge holes in the squad like defense was a problem i thought midfield like, is however still good a problem how good modric cruz and uh, casemiro have been as a combination two of them are losing legs as we speak they are losing legs and like i'm i'm not trying to disrespect anyone but you like you can't expect a 75-year-old Pelé to come and b- burn the ground playing football, right? The same way you can't also, expect like a 37-year-old Luka Modric to be at his best every game. Exactly. Plus, not even if I'm not saying that I'm not saying Camavinga and
0: Valverde aren't good players. They're not exactly filling the roles of Cruz and Modric, are they?
1: You can't Man, they're, they're Camavinga. They're too, they're, they're, like, Valverde Camavinga and is 18 Casemiro. years old. He's 18
0: years old. Exactly.
1: He's, he's not good. supposed to be your starter. No, he he, he can start for you, but, but your, the team's expectations automatically go down when, especially at Real Madrid, he, however good Kamavinga is, it's an 18 year old kid who's moved to a 18 year old French kid who's moved to Spain. Okay. Spain is a complicated place to live for any black person. As far as I understand. Okay. Yeah. I think there was a racist comment made the first day he came. And the it's, person it's, was it just It just so, is like I wasn't even thinking about the football terms, dude. From like I I have, uh, I've been living no, in no, Ireland no, for the past to... three years. You get some of these ideas as to which countries are safe and not. Off. Especially from a tourist Obviously. perspective, also Spain is not supposed to be very safe. So also the thing is, it
0: wasn't even a fan, or it wasn't even after a performance. The guy was just wearing a black suit, and this one reporter, a female reporter in the Spanish media, I'm pretty sure she about this. She made a comment on that. And she got arrested rightly so. The guy yeah. didn't even do anything wrong. Like, okay, I'm not saying it's the right thing. But there is one situation where a fan misses Marcus Rashford for missing the penalty in the final. And there is one situation for Edward Kamavinga just signing for the club and just simply wearing a black suit and coming out to team.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, God, the, there just, is a... It's just uh, crazy. I get your point. Like, basically that uh, in the heat of the moment, you can still kind of accept that. Even though op- obviously, accept it. Like at least not accept it, but you can yeah, understand it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah, understand
1: think, yeah, how it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. You but,
0: made it yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's just yeah. fucking stupid. I don't get it. But yeah, moving on. Yeah, because let's, it's a it's a much get... more
1: deliberate thought when you're talking about like a, a black man wearing a black suit in a press conference. Like there he is.
0: Did even do anything exactly? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a there's a lot more deliberation in the comment that that lady made. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know exactly. about this. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it was really—it was on the news
0: and everything—and it's good yeah, that yeah. she got arrested. Like,
1: it's yeah,
0: a, whether be it a man or gender doesn't matter. If you're racist, you're supposed to be inside. This. Oh yeah, 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 right. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, let—we are not. Uh, let's not assume that comment is anti-women somehow. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Not obviously, nothing
0: like that. There's nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <I> mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look at Barcelona's current squad, and yeah, is it as bad as it looks? Because I, I seriously am of the belief that, okay, the forwards are still pretty good. It's just that most of them are injured. Because uh, Martin Brightweight had a good start to the season. He's mm. always been underrated. Like, he's not even buying his own, uh, what do you say, hype from the media and that he's the goat. Well, the, the first, um, let,
1: first things first, let's clarify the first thing Martin Brightweight does not play striker for any team now. He plays off the right wing, like kind of the way... Uh, yeah, the guy is being started. I said forwards. I didn't mean to like call him a striker. Oh, no, no, I'm before. not. A, I'm not. He was a striker. He was a striker when yeah, he came to the a club. Striker I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about what you said. Like, like just mm. for clarification, even for Denmark, he plays off the wing now. Like he, he's got mm. like the way Lukaku was he's playing for Belgium fast. and United in the middle for a bit. Like there was a few games mm. where they deployed Lukaku off the right wing because they were trying All to take right. advantage of some particular situations and matchups and stuff like that. Like you play him off the wing to like kind of a bit as a decoy sometimes and a bit Hmm. as when you're able to do a reasonable link up play, he was obviously an inside forward kind of thing. Not even that. It is just a weird position to put in a player. Like just to just to uh, fuck with the opposition marking schemes and everything like that. I even the,
0: the, the thing is, Brightwell is actually quite a decent player, and he's extremely fast, so he can. He always was. Gaming. He
1: was not a Barcelona player. He wasn't a Barcelona yeah. player. Yeah, that's the thing. He,
0: that's the only problem. It is that he's not a Barcelona player. He doesn't have fifty million followers on Instagram or social media or something. He's not a brand. That's the only
1: problem. No, and but even for a, then, like, look at the score. Like, for what they wanted at the time, he was not the answer. So, so yeah, the. People having problems with Martin Brathwaite is fine. But yeah, you can't. Uh, like the signing was incorrect. Martin Brathwaite was not incorrect. Martin Brathwaite, offered an opportunity to flip for Barcelona. If you were given a sign, check to sign for uh, a chance to sign for Barcelona for zero, like I would take that. Like, why wouldn't you Obviously. Like, just to sit on that bench? Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, even though you, Who knew? It, like, even if I put it, go in and go and like
0: play a game and
1: absolutely suck and I get horrendous abuse for it why wouldn't you? It's Barcelona. It's like, a, like the biggest dream for anybody.
0: Makes so, sense. Makes sense. I think yeah. moving on, the Martin Bright with Steph. I think Sergio Aguero, when he's back from injury, he should mm. be a good player. He should mm. have a great influence on Fati. Fatih's mm. going to be amazing. He's showing his potential and I think he yeah. looks great when he's back. Martin, uh, Memphis Depay, mm. one of the most underrated players from last season. Like even though he is rated, he is mm. not rated as good as he should have been considering okay. the goal contributions he got last season. Yeah, well, the team I'm didn't not... really do well
1: last year.
0: But whatever, yeah. yeah, I guess he played so, well.
1: Maybe he it was a well, Salah and guess... Leopold situation last year, or maybe it's just you score a lot of goals, but it doesn't really help the team. Like the way I think Ronaldo plays. But
0: Yeah, yeah, baby, that's there. That. And I, I'm not going to speak much about Dembele. He's still on the stretches. He hasn't played a game this season. He, what a he, career, he's all right when he plays. For a cursed career. And then Luke Deon. That I just I have no comment yeah, on blah
1: no, no. We are not talking about Luka There is nothing to say. Absolutely nothing to say.
0: Like I, you know, I, I really gave him the benefit of the doubt that okay, I don't follow La Liga so much. Must have done something. We can't
1: do anything anymore, man. Why would you he he do that? Four like, what's the last season. Like, what? He, he was he barely third started, last started for striker for Sevilla. I mean, are you kidding me? I didn't want to talk about Luka Modric and all. Like, that's such, such made no sense at all. Like, I mean, what are you doing? Like, like literally ask hey. a milkman or somebody like this. Pick somebody off the street of Barcelona and put, put him in the squad. Why don't you? Like, what was
0: the point? I, what does it mean? There affect? wasn't even a need. Like, I get the Martin Breithwaite situation where they had a worry of Luis Suarez injury. They need someone out there. Yeah.
1: What, what was the need? What was the need for Luke Dion? I mean, you don't you have a Barcelona B player or somebody that you could have given a chance instead? Or like, have you keep another player. Keep Lamas one of the Lamas midfielders or something doing? that you sent out and... Like, try and play them in a winger role or something. Like, you could play around with it so much, dude. Like, that's the thing when you have a Barcelona Academy to play with. Like, you can play with so many different things. There are so many different things you can try and do. And for yeah, Comons, I, from Commons' perspective, I think this is a complete free chit. Like, just try. And, and just because of the fact that you're trying and trying to make different things fit and like, try and inculcate as many youth players as possible into this program. And like, the way Frank Lampard did at Chelsea, he gave youth... He gave the youth players, the academy players a chance and they delivered for him. Like one guy started delivering for them so much. He became better and better and better and delivered for everybody he's ever played for. Everyone. Like that's the kind of players you can unearth with these academy systems. Like Mace, there was no way they could Chelsea would have gotten a Mason Mount kind of player in because that's not the kind of profile they would have looked at as a player.
0: Like still would have been Adobe if it wasn't for Frank Laport I'm pretty yeah. sure. He would have and been. And if mostly. it wasn't for the transfer ban, I guess yeah you
1: can. Yeah, the, the also, transfer ban is a bigger contributor, but still, they credit where well, okay. credit is due. Frank Lampard did yeah. very well with the squad, and he really gave a lot of players a chance, and those players delivered for him. He's he was he excellent players, players and he saw that. He set up a good goal. There's no denying yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He did. His, his players did, are still there. I think. I think that's he, why. I think the the way Chelsea did it, like, like maybe United aren't doing it the same way. They should have looked at the Chelsea approach and. Being like, okay, we go and we do this. Then our transfer ban is lifted and then we got an excellent players. And then Frank Lampard's job is instantly on the line because you want results. The moment the situation changes, you want results. And hmm. Frank Lampard did not clearly could not provide those. Frank Lampard is gone. You bring in a chap, you bring in a manager who you know is more capable in terms of playing with a huge squad of player, uh, playing with a squad of big players and achieving something with them. Makes sense. I think the, the I think Chelsea did it really well. I don't agree with a lot of the way the manage they treat their managers, but in this case, yeah, I think it's they did it really, really well. Yeah. And I they found success. Though, they found the champion. I think again. though,
0: yeah. just slightly getting back to the Masia yeah. point. You've yeah. trusted it with your defenders, you've trusted mm. with your midfielders, mm. and they've worked excellent, especially in the midfield. Like unparalleled, even the defenders, as you said, Aranju and I I don't know how to pronounce his name or anything, mm. they've done well. There have mm. been great starters. Why won't you try a striker for once? It's from the same academy. How bad can it be? Mm. How bad can it be that you have to get Sevilla's third backup striker just because you can, just because that's your wage budget or something? It's like the last. I think there's a very clear FPL. Dutch connection also there. Oh yeah, that too. put per- why? I guess the. No, Dutch I, I think that's understand- a, that's
1: an important thing to bring up because. Coleman is like, ah, Luke Dion is somebody I played with. Let's just bring him in. Because it was, was a lead transfer anyways. Good, you're not paying him it. a lot. But you're taking up exactly. a valuable score space. Luke Dion I is guess playing that's... games where you can't play that academy player now. The option that you're talking exactly.
0: about. Exactly. He, yeah. He's stealing an academy player's yeah. spot. Who's been working day and night for that spot.
1: Just for a short time. And, and whose career is and, ahead and, of him. I don't even, like the day and night, everybody is. Luke, Luke <laughs> Dion is putting in the effort. But Luke Dion is done. His career is over. This is a rebuild. What's the point? Like, what's the point? And the worst part
0: is, next year they might even get back on financial terms, and the squad. academy players still won't get a chance. And Luke Deong would have wasted his whole year at Barcelona, or at least having the opportunity to play some games. It's sad, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's is, the worst. Yeah. You know what the worst thing is? The second this club is back to its financial stability, the academy players are again going to go through that period, where there's just going to be academy players till Barcelona fuck
1: up again and then they get the Yeah, but that's the thing you can't do. I hope they learn. That's the biggest thing. I really hope they do. Like, and I hope other clubs look at that and learn. Look, look at what, how disaster can strike. Like, especially like teams like Manchester United and like, maybe even Arsenal and all these guys, like, look at how badly it can go wrong. If you just keep recklessly putting in money, I think Chelsea should really be careful about these things. Like, if you start losing income instantaneously, just be careful as to how your club is able to fall back. And like, I mean, they have the ownership to be able to save them, but still, I think think being prudent and running a club correctly is very, very important. I think that's a huge part of like, you have to take that into account. Please, please run financially viable clubs. Please like that is what I'm like. That is what I want my owner to do. Make the club run on itself. It is a not like the, the club I support. It does the opposite. It puts money into the owner's pockets all the time. It's done the opposite. It become a money making machine for them. It's, it's quite the, the same here also.
0: I guess they did spend like, I, I guess this season, I can't really
1: go out and blame them. No, no, no. They, actually they, no, they spend, spend the back. money, but it's not, it's not a, uh, uh, see the problem is it's not just transfer money. It's not just money on the squad. You have to invest mm. around it. And Arsenal, I think I've done a much better job than Manchester United about it. I mean, okay, we'll discuss this later. But like, I I want to talk about this parallel between Arsenal and Manchester United and the way these two squads have similar ownership, but are run differently. Like these two teams. Yeah. Okay? So we'll discuss right. this later. But uh, getting back to Barcelona, I mean...
0: Let's uh, discuss the rumours now, I think. if I'm not sure if you've read this. I don't no, think no, you're no, much of me, a rumour guy anyway, right? You're not hmm? one of those transfer rumors guy. I don't care. No. Yeah, exactly. I think they're planning to get sterling on loan January. Okay. If that's possible. And hmm. I think they might, I think I'm not sure how soon they'll pay. I think it'll be a one year loan and then they pay next year, January hmm. or something next, yeah. next year. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you, that's think, not business anyway, so. do you think Barcelona
1: sterling? Will it work? No. Why, why, why if I'm sterling? Raheem sterling, why would I go to Barcelona? What's the point? What am I doing there? What am I achieving there? I, I think don't think he likes I'm Aguero that much that he's going to be willing to reunite with him. Just, just I'm for sure that. the reason
0: for him going won't be Aguero. I think it's Man City. He's not getting playtime. Foden is back. He's not exactly doing well. No, for but why Barcelona
1: City. is the question. Like him leaving is not the problem. The part of the question I have a problem with. Like that's not the part of the issue, the situation that I have. My question is why Barcelona? Why would Raheem Sterling want uh, to go there? How many options does he have? How many people are in for the market
0: for Raheem Sterling?
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, like any English club would be in the market for Raheem Sterling. There is no doubt about it in my mind.
0: But you have to compare like, okay, even when Real Madrid were in a bad state, they were still fucking Real Madrid. Barcelona yeah. still holds that title i think even memphis yeah. depay said that they have going been going through a few rough years yeah but memphis depay and raheem away.
1: sterling are two very different players who have approached their football careers very differently like Obviously, raheem sterling like... does has no interest in being the man in my opinion he just doesn't care about that thing he has been like the problem is uh, i haven't i have a reason to be able to explain why i'm saying raheem sterling because raheem sterling has been looked at as a black man for a long long time in his career like he is like he didn't want to be but he has been in public in the public image and in the public eye for various useless irritating and fucked up reasons for oh yeah, the past son has years. a lot of role in it yeah yeah like the, some of these tabloid newspapers they have been fucking with him so much like memphis Depay's problem has been that he's felt that he's never been acknowledged and that's a Wait, fair so thing to feel that's a personal life
0: Wait, like what you said, so why wouldn't Raheem Sterling just want to escape the
1: English media? He could be he will not be exhausted. able to. Like, do you think do you think this will media will be better to him in Spain? I think they'll be more racist, honestly. Especially if he goes to like a Barcelona and doesn't perform too well. You El Chiringuito will not play there. well with him. I don't think so. Yes, that's a... like, so I'm not saying Sp- Spain is more racist than England. That's not what my am is. Oh, yeah, obviously. Is. But that that the, the that that thing will not go away. And Raheem Sterling, I think it might actually be better. I think what you're suggesting might actually happen that just because he's just another player there, he's not Raheem Sterling. When when he's in England, he like there is in the past 15 years, no player has been discussed as divisively as Raheem Sterling in English media. I believe like in terms of his off pitch behavior, not even his on pitch stuff.
0: But like from your point, which other club in the Premier League where he would want to go, will he not be the player? I think I think a little bit of Liverpool rumors came up. I guess that's one option. I think I'm. I, I do you think he want to go back to Liverpool? I
1: do you think they'll take him? Uh, actually, he'll I work very well because, like, from a f- football perspective, awesome. That would be awesome because Raheem Sterling is always putting in a shift, and Jurgen Klopp would love him. Like, there is no doubt about. Yeah, it. I
0: guess that's there, but yeah. Was, was a, Klopp there know.
1: when Sterling left? Like, I I, I can't remember.
0: I'm not sure. Maybe it was the same year. I don't see. Okay. I don't remember him performing. Under yeah, I don't remember Jordan him playing for Klopp, at at Klopp either. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think he left. I, I think he movie. had left. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I, he was there for sure that. Raheem's... He was there for SAS, like uh, yeah. Sturridge and Suarez and Sterling. Like yeah, I remember that, that, that. That's where he was. The like that's the last. I think one of the last. I, I
0: think Raheem Sterling signed before the proper Pep takeover. Also, right? He wasn't a Pep signing. No, tomorrow. no, he was not a Pep signing. No. He Pep, was Pep, a year Pep before. Pep came in after
1: Klopp, anyways, na. Klopp, Klopp was twenty fifteen, yeah, exactly. and Pep, I think, was twenty seventeen or sixteen or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So
0: I think yeah. there was one year transition or something. Maybe yeah, when yeah, Klopp yeah. came in, rearranging yeah. them, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think Liverpool's there. But other than that, I don't see him. Where will he, where United, he he's not go?
1: going. There is no way.
0: No, he's not going.
1: Chelsea, there is no point in going. Like it's the same situation as City. They don't What's the him. Point? Yeah. Uh, Arsenal Spoils might be Arsenal in play. Though. I don't think he's not in play.
0: I think it's the thing, as a lo- especially if it's a loan
1: same... option. Why I, Arsenal would be willing to pay more on a loan basis than Barcelona? They can just easily Obviously blow them out put... of the water, money-wise.
0: I guess, but then it depends on Sterling. Does he want
1: to stay in England and compete for the Yeah, that's the thing. Honestly, to... like the thing with the Sterling thing is that there's very little information whether he wants to leave Also, At least Bernardo Silva is easier to speculate because he said he wants. Yeah, to. I think Bernardo Silva to Arsenal makes a lot more sense. I think that. I think I think, I think Arsenal should court. hold off on not like okay maybe Bernardo Silva one of these guys you can get but don't get too many of these guys like that, that. I think I think
0: I'd rather much rather take a striker before Bernardo Silva maybe an Ollie Watkins or Richer uh, that's what's going on in the news right now. But hmm. yeah, I I'm still really sad what happened to Lacazette man I really liked him I I wish he was I I really wish he would have started more no games because he looks really good when he's on the pitch. Like what happened to Lacazette?
1: I'm confused. They don't play him anymore. Ah, okay. He's yeah, just that, that just did not. They just don't play him. Okay. I thought I thought he got oh, injured yeah, or something. Nothing. I'm like, oh my god. No, no,
0: no. I think it's just that, you know, I guess he's he's barely played for the games that don't exactly matter. Maybe a third. And Arsenal are looking
1: like they have a plan now. That's the problem. Like Arsenal look like they more have more of a plan. Like I still and don't understand. Is I, think not part only,
0: of I think the only reason Lacazette is not playing is because of a Wamyang's contract renewal. I guess. And like you know, you can't Maybe. take out Odegaard, even Smithro, or Saka. Even Pepe
1: doesn't. That's your get core. Chances. That's your core. The, like we were talking that, about core.
0: That's your core. That's ex- literally. That those your three core. players, those yeah. three players aren't getting replaced. Odegaard might drop to an eight, which Ceballos played or something.
1: Hmm. But that that would still only. I I, I like him more at the ten. I I want him to be in attacking situation.
0: Same, I want that. him there. But I think he sometimes will drop in there. To some games, yes, you can game.
1: play that because some games you think, can with Partey because Partey does so much. Like you can get away with yeah, it sometimes with some teams. I, but most of the games I would expect him to play at ten.
0: Yeah, this is that's the lot. So I think hmm. Lacazette is over. I think they should if they do they should cash in in January sell him to Roma or something because his contract is runs out. <laughs> Tell him to Barcelona. I don't get, Why not? get five no, 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 million. Is get going 5 to million, uh, get yeah. ten million. Get something and then invest on. I I, I wouldn't want Oli Watkins. I'd rather prefer DCL, especially for the crosses playing that Arsenal do. But I think Tierney is. I think I, I think Tierney will
1: reach. Is is DCL actually going to want to go? Okay, the transfer thing we are getting into too much. Let's get back and like let's finish off this Barcelona thing.
0: Just last point. Sorry, sorry. Just yeah, go point. ahead. Okay. I think I think Tierney's fucking uh goal output would just increase by ten if DCL signs. His crosses yeah, will actually that would have a header be the to case. Fit in. His his crosses will actually have a header to fit it in. Obamean
1: can't do header. Yeah, I'm but the, my but my problem with the DCL idea is that is Dominic Albert Lewin actually going to go? Because I'm not too sure about that.
0: I think I read, I'm not sure if it was just for Ollie Watkins, but though, both the players have supported Arsenal from a younger age or something. So I, I think that
1: matters him. very little, honestly. I think it, like that counts when the player is actually interested, like when a lot I of things have gone I... on and the, the player is closer. That's when you take this into consideration. Right now, since such a rumour stage, I would give very little value. Like Kane used to b- b- wanted to play for Arsenal Academy. Those things mean very little, especially when, I guess since you're a your kid and like... become an adult.
0: I guess I, it makes sense if, like Navarre says, he's a fan of Arsenal, but he's playing for Bayern Munich, so you won't, you know he won't go back there. But I mm. still think I don't know how many people think that. I'm sure some people might have divided opinions on this, but I still think from Everton to Arsenal at this point of right at this point of time it's still an upgrade, whether be at money, whether be at fan base, whether be at Premier League in the long term. I, right, think, right. I
1: think the way Everton have set up the last few years, I don't think it's that much of an upgrade because I think Everton have finally figured out a plan. I think Everton have realized, especially this year because of the pandemic, they have laid low and they've gotten Benitez to stop the bleeding. But I think from next year when the money is back, the flow is back, when football cali- recalibrates itself, I think I think Everton is going to be one of the clubs. Now that Newcastle is also into, into in play, I mean... There's a lot of clubs who are going to be. Aston Villa is one of those clubs that I think, along with Leicester, there are four clubs at least who are gunning for the top spot. Who are the clubs? I who think Leicester. To, Leicester not this season. Leicester not this season. Focus. No, no, no. Leicester have established themselves. They're they they yeah, they have now. they've been there for a while. They're elite. They're, they're elite now. Like they they set themselves up in such a way that they have a transfer strategy. They have a uh, the club. Uh, the club is uh, doing things like like the way they've dealt with the women's team. Women's teams have home games at King power oh, no other Premier God. League uh, no other uh, WSL club has done this so
0: I, I think our, watching Arsenal's women team is actually a relief as an Arsenal fan. oh it's a, it so should good. be they, they, okay we, we haven't they're uh, so good.
1: They're, they're the we best team in the about league right this in now the
0: next opposite
1: yeah we should talk they're the, about the best team in the league right now oh no I, 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 I didn't discuss much women football because I thought you didn't watch it much but I, I've I been watching for the past couple of years I don't I watch it as much but I keep up with it like I keep up with the news and I keep up with what's going on. Yeah,
0: because this I remember you talking about Tobin Heath and just going on and on, and now she's playing for Arsenal and she's yeah, amazing. Looking me. at her record and everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh just... you were you were talking about players who were fans of clubs. Tobin Heath was a fan of Arsenal, so yeah. Yeah. See, a point happens. in your favor there. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It the whole and plus it holds a lot of weightage. I guess if you 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 know if it's your childhood dream for play or club, like there are so many players from Aston Villa who could maybe like get an offer. For yeah. an Arsenal or anything, but if their childhood dream is to play for Aston Villa, they'll do it. Well, not everyone has the dream to play. Jack for Jag Grealish was, a, market, was right?
1: a huge like. Not even just a fan; like the club gave him everything. <laughs> I and guess that's. He their, chose but, to leave.
0: You know, he chose no no to leave like the, the, he that's not the career point wasn't going ahead right.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Jack Grealish did everything he could do for Aston Villa. I think like. Exactly. You can't ask more. I don't think you can. And I think Arsenal, uh, Aston, will have figured out at the end of the day, like it's the right thing to let him go. We will. They're doing we will well plan, without him. Yeah, we will plan for Jack Relish not being there, and we might actually be better than where we were with him because at There's the end of the day, if when it's a one-man time. show, it's still one man. One man cannot lead you to infinite heights, as Manchester United fans will realize this season. Cristiano no, is no, no, not that going one to lead you to the heights.
0: Missing for. Uh, for 3 4 months last season so w- without him also they felt vulnerable they need yeah, to have a they were vulnerable without, without him
1: yeah yeah exactly and they they've were, tried to fill in that space and they've done pretty well
0: it's working well it's working well yeah. right the, at least till now let's think, see how it
1: goes over the season but
0: yeah yeah maybe like it's still very early on in the season yeah, to yeah. make any prediction like yeah. that so yeah moving back to barcelona where
1: we yeah I, I think i think we could be, i think that thing is what else do it's we, over though discuss about Barcelona. I think that's the thing. Like, there are so many things you can discuss. I think at different, different times of the, like, as things come up, as, uh, I mean, in conclusion, I would just like to say about Barcelona, uh, giant fuck up from so many people involved. Bartomeu, like, I think uh, every Barcelona fan should curse him every night before they go to sleep because of the epic level of mismanagement and Like fraud, I would call it fraud. Some of the things that has happened under his management, like genuine fraud. They have frauded the club. Like give me any written piece of paper that explains to me, like when they were making those signings, what's the reason for getting in Griezmann? What's the reason for getting in Dembele? Coutinho? Like give me one piece of paper that explains on the pitch, how any of these signings at the time they were made are supposed to work. You know
0: what I was thinking? I think uh, maybe like when they were making the signings, right? Like, okay, I get that. Why you want Dembele or Coutinho? hmm.
1: And they
0: might have made a starting low offer. Like Like
1: Dembele, I still get, but the other two, I think Griezmann and Coutinho are unforgivable.
0: No, I suppose I get that. Like, okay. uh, All right. uh, We're going to offer you 65 million for uh, uh, Dembele, which is a reasonable amount, even at that time, when the inflation was there, it's a reasonable amount, they're like, no. They're Like, we don't want to sell him, we're going to make an offer of 140 million. Barcelona, like, done. They, I'm pretty sure Dortmund didn't think they were going to be like, okay, they'll accept the 140 million, only idiots would do that. They did that with the it didn't work out. They did it with Coutinho, it didn't work out. They did it with Griezmann, and it didn't work out. Couldn't they see the pattern?
1: I mean, uh, okay, let's talk about the Coutinho thing. The moment that signing happened. Like it was so obvious at the time that Liverpool were very happy doing that deal. The fans weren't as on board with it, but Klopp and everybody in that boardroom, like, because they've got a great set of, uh, uh, scouting and the way their transfer recruitment strategy and all works, they've got a very big team. And Michael Edwards was in charge until recently. I think he's going to leave at the end of the year or something. And, uh, like these guys, they were ecstatic about whatever went down with Barcelona. They were so happy. I believe like they were like, this is going to set us up for the field. I think it was a January signing. If I am not wrong, the Coutinho, yeah, one, it right? Was.
0: And, and that, that instant they're like, okay, Coutinho is gone. Get in Van Dyke and Allison.
1: And I got the same, same window, right? Yeah. I think Van, Van Dijk was, Dijk was the same window. Alisson was Allison the next one. Ke... Alexon was Wait, summer. Not... Allison was summer. Allison was summer. Yes.
0: I think Van Dyke was summer as well. No, no, I don't no.
1: Think- Van Dyke, they wanted to get in the summer. Southampton said no. And then you remember the, uh, the whole case of uh, Liverpool were trying to use some back channels to influence Van Dyke and something like that. And Southampton complained to the league. That happened in the summer. So, Liverpool had to wait. And they got him in Jan.
0: Uh, Virgin Van Dyke wrong, is supposed to
1: be no. the best January signing of all time.
0: I'm, I'm I'm, not sure because... Oh, I can confirm this. I can. Oh,
1: You, you might be right. I'm
0: no. pretty sure. I guess that. I guess yeah. that. But he didn't play in the final, did he, against Real Madrid?
1: Oh, no. I think... Uh, I don't remember, honestly. No, I'm not sure. I'm I not don't remember
0: 100%. seeing him play. Wait, let me just check the lineup for... The... Was that
1: that season or was that next season?
0: It was the same season that Liverpool reached the final and lost to Real Madrid. That Coutinho okay. was sold in the
1: giant. Yeah, no, because some of they these did. dates I'm not sure about. The Van Dyke thing, what I'm telling you, I'm definitely sure about. But yeah, the other things Uh That was Yeah, the final was the carriers thing. Now when it everything went to shit. I think Van Dyke did play that fine Because two of the goals were directly Carrius' fault. So Wait, let me just check on yeah, Van because uh, if he, he would have played the final, if he was signed, yeah, pre- I think he did. And uh, yeah, I think that's when they realized that Virgin Van Dyke is not the only thing that they can they have to do to get this thing done because the keeper became the problem. Yeah, after so that. you're
0: right, he, he did sign in the January transfer. Let me just check up the lineups for the
1: match. Yeah, this is really cool. yeah, and uh, yeah, as I was saying, uh, Allison came in. To the summer because of Carius's performance. And I think it's not even Carius's fault as much. I think it's just that he, he had a concussion. I mean, you, yeah, the yeah, concussion and everything. He just wasn't at the level that they needed him to be. When squads level up, the, some of the players aren't able to level up with the squad. Virgin Vydaik, the was the one that made the squad level up. Mohamed Salah leveled up. Sadio Mane leveled up. Firmino leveled up. And Dyke leveled maybe. up. Van Dyke did play with Lovelin, so yeah, he was yeah. there.
0: I don't remember yeah. seeing him, but he was there.
1: Yeah, Fair but enough. yeah, that's the thing. Like Van Dyke was in the biggest focus of that final now because the wind v- of brilliance came in after Van Dyke was uh... oh shit. Yeah. So, uh, oh shit. This is an important call. It's a, All right, call. It. yeah, uh, we'll, we'll continue this in a bit. Actually, like I'll just pause this.